podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, September 18th, 2021. I am your host, Andy Vaughan, and with me, as per sometimes, is Gordo. Hello! <laughs> and Chris Kelly. How are you doing, Chris? Hello, guys. How are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. And we had a tremendous week last week. No, what a week. What really, a week. Really, really good. Gordon, of course, was on holiday, but still sent his, uh, his four picks in. And over the course of, of um, 12 picks across the three of us, we got absolutely every single one apart from the outsiders, which yep. if you were going to do it, that's pretty much the way you'd want it to happen. Um, uh, you'd so, want the bets to come up with that as opposed to like, oh, one of us getting outside. What's the way that generally does you? One outsider, oh, two, yeah. two bankers, yeah, two values. It messes up every single coupon that you might have on. Whereas yeah. the way that we've done it, the banker treble came in, the value treble came in, the charity bet came in. Just all really, really good stuff. Um, so we'll run through the results from last week uh, on what was an incredibly good week. My banker result was in the Danish Superliga. I took FC Copenhagen, who are just on an absolute tear away at Randers. And while I said I fully expected them to win at even money, because it was a banker bet, I took them draw or away at 1-3 and they obliged with a 2-0 win. So if you'd backed that, um, just as a straight up Copenhagen win, you would have returned the even money as well. So a really good result. I took obviously with no reasoning, uh, which because I did listen back to the podcast and everything was like, well, he didn't even give any fucking reasoning. This one required not much reasoning. This was Chelsea beat Aston Villa. Chelsea are just better than Aston Villa. It's quite, a, quite an easy one to predict. They were two to seven, so decent price. Uh, they won three 0 so comfortable there. Good, good. Um, and my pick was uh, Rangers to beat St Johnston. Um, on paper, they did. They won two one. Actually, watching the game like the entire time, I was just messaging both views like banker question mark. Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> uh, Rangers were just a sweep at the wheel, really. Um, the the players weren't really adjusting to the pitch. They were sliding all over the place, and Johnston managed to score first. But from there, um. My reasoning behind it was going to be the squad depth and uh, sure off Rangers turned to the bench, managed to get two goals and uh, came back to win it. So, yeah, it came in. Excellent. And the banker treble came in with it. On to our value picks then. This is all something around even money. Um, I was in the Japanese J-League Saturday and Hiroshima versus the Yokohama F Marinos taking the F Marinos away from home quite big odds of 8-7 to seven, and they went a goal down reasonably early in this game but turned it round they were leading 3-1 by the hour mark and they, they saw it out so really quite a comfortable win in the end um, at odds of 8-7 to seven. Your picks because of the time they're on at doesn't really matter if they're comfortable oh this was rough at half time because <laughs> all of us are asleep nobody's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no checking your button <laughs> yeah that's it exactly Chris exactly um, but you know I had a pick that was at a reasonable time um, but, but that means though G-Man it also means you missed the chance at the reback when they go a goal down because those odds would have been if they were 8-7 to seven before kickoff and they go a goal down early that's going up to 3-1 to one or something 
Yeah. yeah. No, you, you did miss the opportunity of that, but you also missed the opportunity on the other side to cash out if you were a massive shite bag. Yeah. Um, so that's good that you had, like, I'd rather have no option than either. Um, I had a game that was a rather palatable time of uh, 4.30. Uh, 2.30, sorry, this was Bayern Munich versus Leipzig. Now, SofaScore had very accurately predicted, Chris, that uh, that Bayern win this game yeah. a, a decent percentage of time. Leipzig have just been mince recently, and they also were going to have to play Man City this week, and that's why I picked them. Bayern won this game 4-1. They were 2-0 up, I think about 20 minutes in. Like it was, there, was, there was not much of a game for Leipzig to win here. And uh, yeah. yeah. And also that um, Leipzig have kind of been in the, the the papers a lot recently about all their players getting bought, like Dominic Slobozai um, is the other one who Liver- I know Liverpool are looking at. Um, but there's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, offers and stuff going around for, for their guys. But yeah, much better time to be backing Bayern at around even money. I believe they went off at um, five to four. So four one Bayern, five to four. Yep, very good. Um, my value pick about evens was uh, New England Revolution to beat NYCFC. And if you stayed up till midnight on Saturday, you will have seen that the odds um, increased from yep from evens to, I guess we can decimal here, I think it was about 2.3, They went up to 11 to 8. Yeah, sure, whatever the maths is. Um, so much like the Rangers game, uh, NYC actually went ahead 1-0. Um, so if you were awake, you could have rebacked it. Uh, but New England managed to come back to win. And speaking of Rangers, a uh, NYC player called Alfredo Morales actually got red card. <laughs> <See that. laughs> yeah. Um, so a kind of bonus tip for anybody listening: um, NYC are going to be playing Cincinnati on Sunday. Cincinnati are terrible, but with NYC now missing a couple of players from suspension, they might nick one. Unfortunately, Cincinnati are playing tonight when we're recording this. Um, so there's no odds available at the moment for that game. So hmm. I couldn't include it in the main tips, but it might be one to look for. Because NYC should be the favourites, but we'll be missing some players now. So maybe hmm. when the odds do come out for that, you can stick a little message in the, the Facebook group or the Discord channel, Chris. Yep. Um, and that way alert people to what's going on. But that meant that the value treble came in as well and the banker treble. And if you put a six-fold... Um, on those six selections so far at William Hill uh, I turned a £10 stake into £216.83 uh, thanks to thanks to those six picks so that was rather excellent on to the outsiders now um, bit of a blemish on the card uh, on the outsiders but they are outside bets so you don't expect them to come in that often I was in Japan I took Shonen away at Oita just because Oita are really really bad um, they are and Shonen are bad as well but they're not as bad um, but Oita won this game 2-0 uh, which, which sounds really bad but that's a win for the team that had 40% of the possession three shots in total and two on target winning 2-0 so Shonen was 60% possession and 10 attempts didn't score so another another, another day that goes that goes my way but um, you can't grumble they were 2-1 to, to begin with yeah that was you can't, can't do much more than predict who's going to be on top. They've got to convert. <laughs> um, at my outsider didn't also come in, but it did hand Dijon their first win of the season. So congratulations, <laughs> Dijon. Uh, they beat Basti at 2-1. Um, now, Dijon came back 
Uh, sorry, Dijon went up 1-0. Basti brought it back to one each about 81 minutes. So I was like, fuck, this is good. Dijon crumble under pressure. Dijon got a late goal. Uh, 2-1 to Dijon overall. So not too bad. But uh, Does this mean that you are coming off the Dijon loss train? No. Or is it? Is I'm it not, something to remain aboard for a couple of more stops at least? It's, it is it something to remain aboard, but very much not this week because they're playing another team who are rancid. Right. Because um, they, they are one of the first things that I check. I, I check who are Toulouse playing, who are Dijon <laughs> playing, uh, and I will be back in close this week. Uh, but Dijon are, they're, they're I can't, I'll find I'll come back and I'll find who it is they're playing it, they're, that it's both teams are rancid it's like Sean and Oita but in France yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, for my outsider it looked terrible on paper I had the controversial PSG and both teams to score is my pick um, I will absolve myself a little bit I said that the key to Claremont scoring would be Mohamed Bayo who Didn't wasn't play. on the team sheet so yeah. hopefully anybody taking that as a single should have waited until the teams get announced that being said, though, PSG were sloppy. Um, they actually let Claremont get more shots than PSG got. Uh, I think it was 14 versus 13. Unfortunately, Claremont couldn't transfer those 14 shots to a single goal, whereas PSG got four goals for their 13. So I still think PSG and both teams' scores going to land more often than not this this uh, season, but wasn't to be this week. I mean, they've they've conce- so we're recording this on Wednesday evening, and they, they conceded a goal after fifth. Um, after what? Well, yeah, they conceded a goal after twenty seven minutes. The club Bruges. Mm-hmm. So do you know what I mean? Like they they are leaky. In fact, that game's still one each with yeah with uh, minutes to go. Their mentality this season, you you see it from from teams like Real Madrid and Barcelona, and that they just go through a season where their mentality is totally we're gonna score four, five, six. We do not care if you score two or three. Mm-hmm. I've experienced a Liverpool season like that and it's so painful. You're just like, you're up 3-0. You're like, nah, this isn't, this isn't safe. Yeah, <laughs> Bet365 yeah. Bet has it safe a goal ago, but not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, you were unlucky, Chris, with that one. Because Claremont actually went on. Um, I had a look at Claremont. I think they were playing midweek or I think they were playing. I, I had a look at them uh, post your pick. And it looked like they had been banging in goals. So, um, yeah, I, I remember getting to have a look and going, oh, that's, that's a pretty good a pretty good pick. Um, but, yeah, un- unfortunate this time. Yeah. No, they've, they've not played uh, since, but, yeah, the, the games leading up to it, they were scored. The 2-2 and the 3-3, three, three, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On to the charity treble, which is a tenor of our own money put on a treble from one pick from each of us to make up a, a threefold ACA or a treble. This week, uh, I kicked us off in Japan on Saturday morning with the Urawa Red Diamonds away at Yokohama FC. Odds of 6-5, to five, so, so nicely above even money. And the Red Diamonds won that game 2-0. So leg one was well and truly in. I took the charity bet to Germany. Uh, I had taken Wolfsburg in this position. They comfortably won 2-0 for me. The nice thing about this bet which was even better, was that I got a 90th minute's notification for this thing, like when it hadn't finished, they were playing against Greuter Firth. I got a 90th minute notification and it was just a nice penalty for Wolfsburg to confirm their 2-0 win instead of a fucking one each, oh, own goal off of a yeah. uh, off of a Greuter Firth player. But yes, See, Wolfsburg you, does the business for me. See, when you know, you look at your watch and you're like, oh, these games are probably going to be finishing soon. And then you get an alert and you're like, oh, but not this soon. Yeah, something's happened. I don't like that. 
I seen it. It was ninety. It was ninety plus. It was it was ninety, and they'd added on four minutes. And I got a notification at ninety plus two, and I was like, oh, "Crowd oh, trouble, dear. maybe, maybe crowd <laughs> troubles ended the game." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I rounded off in uh, sunny Scotland, uh, where I had Kilmarnock to beat Greenock Morton. Um, they did. It was one 0 um, but to be honest, it was not comfortable at all. Uh, it took them to a seventy fifth minute to get the goal, and in my opinion, at least, I thought uh, Morton. We're more likely to score we didn't right up to the 75th minute so but we got there in the end 1-0 so that'll do yeah it was ideal and it meant um, our £10 charity money turned into £49.20 so I shall withdraw that and donate it to the Injured Jockeys Fund this week I think that's ah. what we're going to be what we're going to be doing is uh, rotating our charities um, and as I, I, as this one came out of my account um, that that's where it's going uh, Did you feel yet you, you had to donate to the injured jockeys fund, considering how many you've personally brought down with your bets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try to explain this to Gordon. Me betting on something has no actual impact in what then happens, but um, I, I, I disbelieve it. Yeah, I'm saying I think Ruby, Ruby Walsh might Ruby disagree Walsh. with you. <laughs> Maybe Ruby Walsh and Annie Power would say differently. Who knows? <laughs> That was the picks from this week. A really, really good week, guys. So very well done. Um, I think the synopsis for this week can be John. John who? <laughs> John out has worked. <laughs> so hopefully this same team um, can roll into next week with even better picks after this short week. That then takes us on to this week's picks and we shall run through the normal trampled bet picking order of myself, Gordo, then Chris, um, taking you through bankers, value, outsider and charity picks for the weekend ahead. Um, And I'm going to start us off with with my banker super early. This is Friday morning because it's Japanese fixture on a Friday, which means it's 11am UK time on Friday morning in the Japanese J1 league. Sagan Tosu versus Oita. And the home win for Sagan Tosu is 3-5. to five. Um, After 28 matches played, Sagan Tosu are third with 50 points. Oita are second bottom, so that's 19th, and they've only got 20 points. So that's a huge points difference there. Sagan Tosu are one of the best home performers in the league. They've got 30 points from 14 home games, and Oita are the absolute very worst away performers. Guess how many points they've got out of... Um, uh, out their 20 points that they've got this season. Guess how many came on the road? Uh, seven, maybe? Three. Four. Three. Three. Yeah, so Chris, very, very close. So they are rubbish away from home. Um, despite winning last week, Oita are still bottom of the league's five-game form table. You'd think like boosting that by three and getting a game locked off the other side, that might improve your positioning, but it, but it doesn't. They're just not very good. And luck was really on their side last week when they when they beat Shonen, who were 15th in the league. So they managed to beat the 15th place team after being outplayed. The third place team are going to absolutely outclass them, mm. especially as Oita are playing away from home and they just don't pick up any points away from home. So I think three to five here is actually enormous. Not not just good, but, but pretty huge. Pretty big for a banker uh, as well. 
yeah, it's it's uh, it, I mean, it's over one to two. It's like as banker picks go, it's quite adventurous. But, but I think the odds are just really, really good. And if there were no odds attached to this game, I'd say this is the one in in all of the J League fixtures this weekend. That you been most if, confident if you, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't see any odds and just went pick one of the teams that's going to win from the full card this week, you'd, you'd pick Sagan Tosu. Cool. So getting three to five is uh, is pretty big. Well, I'm going to take us to the Dritte Liga, the German third division. And this game will be at 1pm on Saturday. This is Magdeburg versus Würzburg Kickers. Now, we are nine, well, eight weeks in. There's been eight games played. Magdeburg are top of the league with 19 points. Uh, scored 15, conceded six. They're playing against 19th place Würzburg Kickers. In their eight games, they've picked up four points conceding uh, eight and scoring three. They are rancid. <laughs> Their last five games, they have uh, lost four, drawn one. Last week, they drew with recently promoted Havelze, giving Havelze the only point they've got this season. Uh, that's that. You know, Havelze have played eight games, got one point. They, and this, the team that they drew with, and, and, and let me just point out, this this draw was a, a nil-nil draw. The team that they drew nil-nil with have only scored two goals this season. That's incredible. They've been promoted from regional leagues into the yeah. Dritte Liga this year and they not managed to do anything, but yet they got a point against the kickers. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. whereas, whereas Magdeburg have beat Dortmund too, they've beat Kaiserslautern, they've beat Vejen, uh, they lost to Saarbrücken in the only game they've lost so far, and then they beat Duisburg. They lost to Saarbrücken in kind of weird circumstances, though. Um, if you look at the game on flash score, uh, they went up 1-0 and conceded two late goals to do so. Um, so I'm quite comfortable taking, and that was away from home, I'm quite comfortable taking Magdeburg in this position. They are 8-11 or 3-5, to uh, sorry, 6-11 or 3-5, um, depending on which bookie you go to. 3-6-5, uh, have got them at 3-5. Quite a big price banker again, but this was the pick I actually struggled with the most to find one that would I'd find appropriate, I guess, appropriate odds for. I like to probably yeah. sit about one to two, one to three, but Magdeburg tick all the boxes and in my book, they're about a one to three shot here. So I think three yeah. to five is a good price for them. So um, Magdeburg to beat Würzburg kickers. Excellent. Well, speaking of odds, um, for my banker, Seems I've been invited back for the third week and now have, I believe, what is it, six out of eight? Six so out of eight. So three out, three out of four twice. Which a is reputation fair. maintained here. Um, so Friday night, the Women's International Friendlies, I think I'm going to go with USA Women to beat Paraguay at one to 100. Lock it in. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, we've never done this before, but I know you're not serious. But if no, you know, no, I, I no. I think no. I would veto that. I don't even know if we can do that. We've got we've got no system in place to cope with such <laughs> an occurrence, such shite baggery. <laughs> I am definitely not a small odds uh, better. So no, we're instead going to go to Lazio, who are playing against Cagliari at home. Uh, Lazio at home. I mean, that's the uh, Italian Serie A. At 5pm on Sunday And the odds of Lazio to win Is 9-20 Which is a bit more reasonable I think Than the 1-100 to <laughs> um, The reason I've went with this Now this week has been a really Really tough one for me I think right up to the last minute I was trying to lock in my banker And my charity um, Purely because of the European games Now when we are recording this A lot of teams have still to play um, Either tonight or tomorrow um, Lazio being one of them 
Uh, they'll be playing in Europe on Thursday. But this game is Sunday evening, so they're going to have plenty of rest. Plus, it's at home for Lazio, so I don't think I'll come into it too much. Um, these two teams tend to end up about 10 places apart in the week every year. So, historically, Lazio are definitely the much stronger team. What's really interesting to me, though, is they've only played three games in the week so far, and two of their opponents have been the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, in league matches. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In league matches, that's, yeah. That's quite good so you've, to be able to make the comparison. Well, you've read to get a strong flavour of the difference in them this season. So, the last game Lazio played was against Milan. They could beat 2 0, and in fairness, it should have been free. There was a real weird penalty that smacked off the, cra- the crossbar. Um, a little asterisk, Lazio's manager gets sent off in that game, so he might be missing. Um, but it depends, you know, viewer discretion. Do you think the manager missing from a game's game? Yeah, it's going to make that much of a difference. I tend not to, so no. I'm going to write that off. So anyway, they could beat 2-0 by Milan, whereas Calgary got beat 4-1. Uh, Lazio destroyed Spezia 6-1, while Cal- Cagli- Cagliari only got a 2-2 draw. And to round it out, Lazio had a 3-1 victory over Empoli, while Cagliari's last game was a 3-2 defeat to Genoa, who are historically worse than them. Mm-hmm. And they just give you often. So to me, um, it has a lot to win written all over it. Like it. It's one of the picks I looked at as a charity pick. So yeah, I like, I like it. it. I like the odds as well in nine to ten. And that means yeah. if you combine the if you combine the three of them, three to five, three to five, nine to ten, you get just it was nine to twenty. Nine to twenty. Nine, sorry, nine to twenty. Yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry, nine, nine to ten would be huge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Even money. Uh, no, uh, nine to twenty. You combine those three, you get just under three to one, two point seven to one, or something for the banker treble, which is pretty damn tasty for three picks that I really, really like the look of. When you were mentioning that, there is is USA women to beat Paraguay women. Honestly, one to a hundred. It's one to a hundred. Yes, yeah. I have seen a screenshot from previous host of the Trample Bet, John Walker. Mm-hmm. Which which I took the Mickey out of him for for ages because he bet on a game to have over zero point five goal kicks, and I'm pretty uh, sure that was one to eighty. Was was that to get like a free bet or something? It was, it was yeah, to unlock to a free bet. or something. There, I mean, there, you, there was there was another game I was looking at where the odds were even worse than that. Um, I'll see if I can find it. But like, so USA women beating Paraguay women is about the same as there being two goal kicks in a match. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, like, that, is, that, is, <laughs> that is really incredible. Um, over maybe over two point five or something because I he took I think he took something like that. And I, oh yeah, I, I ripped the piss for a while. <laughs> but the banker treble looks great. We had all the values last week. Um, well, obviously we're always trying to do it again. Um, my value this weekend comes from Scotland in the Premiership Saturday at three p.m. Ross County versus Heart of Midlothian. I'm going to take an away win for Hearts, just under even money, odds of five to six. So Hearts have performed really well this season. They find themselves third in the league just now with 11 points from five matches, scoring seven, but conceding only three goals, which is which is quite impressive. Ross County are yet to win a game. They're second bottom on two points. Only Livingston are worse. They've only got the one. Um, they've scored only three goals, but conceded 11 across those five games. So that is really, really bad. Minus eight goals from five matches and conceding 11, so over two a game on average. Um, Hearts have also won both of their away fixtures so far. They won 2-1 away at St Mirren and they won 2-0 away at Tanadice. 
Dundee United. Uh, so scored two goals in both their away games against what I would say is better opposition than Ross County. So on paper, this game should be easier than both the away fixtures they've won so far. Yeah. Hearts have only lost two of their last 15 games across all competitions, which you might not realise because the season's so early and we're only, we're only five games in, but there are League Cup games being played in there. Um, and there there were some preseason friendlies as well. So they've only lost two of their last 15. This is a great spot to get them away at a bad Ross County team at around even money. Yeah, I think I think it's a good... I mean, Ross County lost... When Ross County lost Ross Stewart a couple of years ago, they haven't really replaced... I know he wasn't scoring that many goals, but he's yeah. went to Sunderland now and he's got like eight and six and eight games or something. Um, so I, they don't have that in Hearts. I mean, I'm never going to recommend back in hearts, but I mean, I, I understand why in this instance you would. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a good pick Andy in there. I think, Chris, you, you were looking at this game as well, weren't yeah, you? It's just that hearts, happened to get in first. Hearts was my value pick um, before I noticed you'd already claimed it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, fully behind it. Absolutely. So I'll move us away from uh, the SPL and take us into the Sierra A, uh, actually to the Stadio Marcantonio Bentegotti, because uh, now Flashcore provides all the stadium names. Um, so this is Verona versus AS Roma, and I'm taking Roma away at 10 to 11. Um, Verona haven't been very good to start the season. If you look at the standings, Roma are top of the league with nine points from three games. Verona are joint bottom of the league with Salaterna. Zero points from three games. They've lost all three to start off their season. They lost to Bologna, they lost to Inter, and they lost to Sassuolo. So it's not even they're losing to like, they haven't played like Lazio, Atalanta, Inter. They've played against some teams that they should be getting points off of, and they haven't. Um, Roma, on the other hand, have started a perfect three from three, and they've actually won their last five games, two of which were uh, Europa League, or uh, the other one, the Europa, Europa Conference League against Trabzonspor, um, where they won 2-1 and 3-0. Roma, for me, are a much better team. They're going to have to play midweek against CSKA Sofia. However, that is at home for them. Uh, so they're playing that game at home, a game that they are 2-9 to nine to win. So I don't even think they'll field probably a full squad for that because uh, CSK aren't fantastic. It's not CSK Moscow, it's CSK Sofia. <laughs> um, so... I'm gonna, I like Roma in this spot here. They are. It was actually a toss-up between them and Marseille in this spot. I really like Marseille to beat Rome. Um, and however, I took Roma in this instance because rather than travelling to Russia, they are playing at home. I really, really like your Marseille pick. Yeah, but I like as it as, well. you, as you as you say. They're having to travel to Russia as part of a European fixture midweek. So um, but I have. It's a really good pick, that Marseille one, and I think I'll be including it on various different bets that I have on over the weekend. I must admit I have 20 quid on it already because I feel if they go and do the half team and win in Russia, it'll go to like, I don't know, maybe 8 to 10 or something, or 4 to 6, something yeah, something yeah. shorter anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to take Roma away in this spot. Roma versus Verona. Roma away 10 to 11. Excellent. Um, so for my value, um, unfortunately not hearts, um, I'm going to be going with Bayer Leverkusen to win away to Stuttgart. That's at half past two on Sunday and the odds are 11 to 10. So the reverse of your odds there uh, in the Bundesliga. Um, 
First of all, we'll get the cons out of the way. Uh, Leverkusen are also playing in the Europa League, uh, but their game is at home, so at least they don't have to travel all over Europe. Um, but the pros outweigh any concerns I have, um, but I would still recommend watching the, the Europa League game and seeing what happens. Uh, in four league games so far, Leverkusen have got seven points. They have scored four goals in both their wins. They had a 1-1 draw to start the season. And in their defeat, they scored three goals and a 4-3 loss. So they're scoring goals. Stuttgart, meanwhile, are conceding goals. Uh, although they started the week with a 5-1 win, they've lost 4-0, 3-2, and then they had a 1-1 draw. In that 1-1 draw, their central defender, Anton, gets sent off. So he's going to be missing um, from this game. So yeah, it basically boils down to a team that scores a lot are playing against a team that concedes a lot who don't have their CB and a free defender set up. So, yeah, value. It doesn't get more good value than this, I think. I know Andy's laughing at the, the guy just being called Anton because it's like someone's mate. It sounds, like a Sunday, yeah, it sounds like a Sunday league game. Our central defender, Anton. Like Anton gets yeah, exactly. He got cuffed last night, so he's not going to make it, is he? That no, is a great like pick, a, Kelly. Yeah, I think I think they're all good. Um, and uh, sort of a £10 treble on that, I'm just like to return £73.50. So pretty good. Better than better than 6-1 to one, um, for, for the value treble this week. On to the outsider picks. So this is where we try and find something with, with a lot of value, um, something that the bookies have, have priced up as an underdog, and we think there's a reasonable chance of it coming in. Obviously, we don't have to hit these very often to return a profit overall. Um, so my outsider is Saturday, 10 a.m. I'm in the Japanese J1 League again. Shonen versus Avispa Fukuoka. I'm going to take Avispa Fukuoka here for an away win against Shonen, even though Shonen were my outsiders last week. I'm just I'm just swapping things all around. Um, it's because the away win here is a huge price. It's two to one. Um, and the reason I say it's huge is merely for this fact. Fukuoka are eighth in the league with 42 points and Shonen are 15th with 26. Now, just that situation generally, the team that's that much further up in the table and much better form-wise as well, should never really be the two-to-one shot. Um, so for that reason alone, I'm going to pick this, but I'll, I'll go into a wee bit more detail. So form-wise, Fukuoka are in great form. They've taken 12 points from the last five games, so 12 out of possible 15. Um, Shonen have only managed five points. thing about this that makes it pretty dodgy, I guess, is Shonen draw a hell of a lot of games. But I think the two-to-one price on... Avispa Fukuoka here is decent enough to have a go, especially as their last away game, they beat the Kashima Antlers 3-0, which is which is really good for any team. And that's a good result for the Yokohama F Marinos or for um, uh, for Kabazaki Frontale uh, going to Kashima and winning 3-0. So they're in good form. They've just won a big game away from home and they're just much better than Shonen. So, I mean, perhaps people might want to look at the, the double chance of draw or away, but for the purposes of the podcast, um, in finding an outsider pick, this is pretty much as good as I could do this week. So Avispa Fukuoka away from home at two to one. Nice, nice. My outsider 
Now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this justice because I had lots of intro prepped for it. So the preface for this was it's goats versus bulls because it's Cologne versus Leipzig and Cologne's mascot is the is the goat. And, you know, if you put them, if you face them off against each other, I'd always take the bull to win. Um, in this instance, I'm going to take the goat and I'm going to take them for very good reasoning. Leipzig are not having a great season. They just got absolutely horsed by Bayern Munich. They're currently being horsed by Man City. Uh, they're 6-3 down and they've just had a man sent off. 6-3? Yeah. That was the, that was, uh, that was the last thing. Let me just let me just double check that that's how that ended. That's a baseball uh, yeah. score. 6-3. Six, six, they, they've, they've just lost to Man City. They've got a man sent off, um, which obviously won't carry into this. It's just for Champions League. But they haven't been having a great time of yet really in this in this league if you look at their standings overall and this is just talking about Leipzig to start with they've played they lost to Bayern 4-1 they lost to Wolfsburg 1-0 they lost to Mainz 1-0 and they gave that back into draw the uh, absolutely horsed Stuttgart 4-0 um, so they have they have they, they have the ability to beat people um, now FC Cologne on the other hand have played four games and have got seven points so they've been doing quite well so far this season. Um, they drew one each with Freiburg. They beat VFL Bochum 2-1. They lost 3-2 to Bayern, which isn't that bad considering yeah. <laughs> Bayern's pedigree. Bayern. <laughs> they beat Hertha 3-1. Um, so they're, they're, they're playing pretty well so far. Cologne have also got no like midweek European ties to play, so they're going to be fresh for this game. You can get Cologne at 7-2 at the moment, and I think that represents really good value. Cologne at home can give anyone a game you know, they gave they gave Bayern a game away from home and only lost three two. I expect it to come out and, and be pretty good. And I will be taking this with um three six five because I think there's a chance that they go up to two nil and then bad things happen. Yeah. Yes. So I like Cologne in this spot. Oh man, see this just I think this is a dodgy game. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Leipzig won this three 0 Just bounce back from the game. Well, Andy, man, so. let, let me point out that this game was actually played last season obviously because they were in the top division and the last time Cologne played Leipzig at home they won 2-1 so so in the there same position last season they won 2-1 in 2020 and the season before Leipzig have got worse yeah okay and Leipzig have got worse season before they drew 0-0 and that was at Leipzig so yeah. I, I think if you look at historical form here it's not as if this would be a miracle result they did it last season yeah. in my book they can do it again yeah mm-hmm. what, what I found strange um after talking about Leipzig, um, I was looking at their chances of winning the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bet365 still seem to have them pretty securely as like the third most likely to win the entire week. It's very weird. So if there's, a, there's, a, there's a big drop off after the first two, though, isn't there? Well, not really. Like the difference between uh, Dortmund and Leipzig is like five to one and ten to one, and then Wolfsburg's fourth at thirty-three to one. Yeah, okay. So it'll be I'd very much rather take see... a piece of Wilkesburg than, than Leipzig. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see what happens to those odds after this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But no, I was surprised at how, like, 10 to 1, like, I thought Leipzig would have been a lot further down than that. Yeah. Hmm. What you got then, Kelly? Right. So, for my outsider, given that this is where I'm 0 for 2, um, I really did try to put a lot of effort into finding a really good outsider here, right? So um, we're sticking with what I know, which is Scotland. Uh, we're in the Championship, which is where I like to hang out this year, it seems. Um, and we're going for top of the table, Inverness Cali Thistle, 
to beat bottom of the table Dunfermline. And the odds for that are seven to five. Okay. I have no idea why it's seven to five. And I have done a ton of research the last couple of days trying to find out are the players injured? Is there COVID concerns? Is there anything? Can't find anything. The Inverness website, all the news and everything, all the news articles in the papers, they're expecting to win. Dunfermline, all their interviews, everything on their website, uh, they're expecting to lose. So <laughs> I don't understand why the odds are so high. Now, it does still make Inverness the slight favourites, but it's very slight and I don't understand it at all. We'll, we'll let um, you off. We'll let you off with that. Isn't it, Seven, Kelly, that, that is incredible. I've just looked at Inverness have won their last five and the Fairman have lost their last five and you're getting them yes. at seven to five. Yes. That's huge. I would say Dunferman there's a lot of have got value in one point. Yes. Yeah. Dunferman have got one point and Inverness have got 15. Like, even the goal difference. Inverness, seven scored, conceded one. Dunferman, three scored, conceded 11. Um, I mean, Dunferman on average concede three goals. I mean, the last the last five games they have in the last five games they've conceded three goals each time, yeah, like, and, and then and they, in, in one they conceded five to Rangers. <laughs> so, um, by the way, shout out to the Dunfermline Athletics website because see if you're wanting to do research for any game that they're involved in, they have it all. Like, and <laughs> and it's no holds barred. Like, they have all the historical data, all the head to head data, uh, highlights of the previous matchups. Uh, the last game in March, Inverness won one 0 Then Fairman have hosted highlights of it. Like they're very transparent. It's a great uh, yeah, website. I wish it. every team was like that, you know. Um, but yeah, I have no idea. If you think Inverness Cali are going to slip up, you can maybe go for a double chance, which is still like two to five. But I, I don't, I don't understand why it's seven to five. It's that's there's a huge amount of value in that pick, Chris. Like seven to five is is, is enormous. <clears throat> If you're wanting to boost the odds, maybe I'd have a wee look at what they tend to be doing at half time and whether it's likely Inverness will have a half time lead there. Because if we're getting them at 75 to win the entire game, you'll get them for the half time lead at a, a really good price. Yeah. Um, and I might even I might even have a wee look at the handicaps. Yeah. Just to, to just, lose 3 0, to be fair. That's what they've been yeah, doing just, recently. Just yeah. Yeah, no, just just the the minus one handicap or something like that. I'd, I'd probably be interested in just having a having a wee look at that because the price will be enormous. But do, do you know what? Seventy five by itself is huge. Yeah. Um, so that's a that's a great find. Uh, big big fan of that. Yeah. On to the charity bet. We got off. Uh, we got off the ground last week with our first charity treble win of the season. Um, let's make it. Let's make it another one. Let's go for two in a row. So. My charity pick might just be the last game of, of the three chronologically, so hopefully it all, it all rests on this. It's Sunday at 5pm in the Danish Superliga. It's FC Copenhagen versus Michelin, Um, and it's not often that I go anywhere near a game with two teams that are so close in the league. These are the top two teams in the table, positions one and two. I mean, usually I like fourth versus 18th, or third yeah. versus yeah. 20th or something. However... FC Copenhagen have been absolutely brilliant lately and I kind of feel like I should be riding this wave until it stops mm-hmm. um, or, or I'll end up just kicking myself. Um, they've won their last eight games in a row. They're unbeaten in their last 14 matches. The last four games have been wins to nil, scorelines of 4-0, 5-0, 2-0 and 
Um, in this unbeaten 14 game run, they've scored four or more goals six times. Like they are, they're battering teams and they're they're keeping clean sheets. Mitchelland, though, they, they are a good team. Like they're a really good team, but they did get turned over in their last away league fixture 2 0 at Brownby. So, you know, they're they're definitely beatable, especially for a team in Copenhagen's form. And the last time they played each other was actually at Copenhagen at the tail end of last season in May, and FC Cole won that game 4 2. So it's maybe not the most appealing of games to a neutral from a betting perspective. Why would I take a chance on a top-of-the-table clash? But having followed FC Copenhagen this term, I, I'm going to ride the wave for as long as I can, and this is one of the games in it, and you'll get just under even money, 10-11. That is spicy, spicy odds for a charity bet. But yeah, I always like to keep my charity picks around even money or higher. Just that's the. I just like to try and pick ones that win. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Odds. <laughs> well, 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 we're doing just as well at that. <laughs> um, I will take you to Liga Du. Uh, this is round eight of Liga Du. This is Toulouse versus Grenoble, and it's a top of the table one team versus fourteenth. So, what kind of games That's that you generally like about. to bet Here against? The games. So, uh, seven games in, uh, Toulouse are on seventeen points, scored fourteen, conceded five. Grenoble, fourteenth place, played seven, seven points, con- uh, scored four, conceded ten. Like they are, they are not having a very good time this league, uh, this season. Now, what's nice when you look at the head-to-head between these teams is in the five games that have been played since 2003, and they've only played five times because Toulouse were generally a, a top-tier team. Um, in the five times they've played, uh, two of which were in the last year, Toulouse have won all of them. Grenoble have never scored a goal against Toulouse in all of those games. Wow. 3-0, on the, 3-0 on the 21st of March. Uh, in January, they beat them 2-0. And, and Toulouse have started in a rich vein of form, beating Pau, beating Valenciennes, beating Bastia, and that's just at home overall. Now, they did draw one each with Le Havre at the weekend. Um, it, it was a very odd game. They went up 1-0. Like, another guy got sent off as he was coming onto the field of play, so it didn't count as an official substitution. Um, ah, it hadn't quite been made yet. Okay. So, uh, so he was coming. So he was coming off he got subbed off. The guy, the guy got sub taken off for him, right? He then got carded when he was off the pitch, so they didn't lose a player. The guy just started mouthing off to the assistant referee wow. and got sent off. Um, and then they brought on another guy for uh, this. This was for uh, Le Havre, and Le Havre brought on a guy who scored, a guy called Cur- um, a great name, Q Cornet, which sounds like a James Bond character, <laughs> or what Q's second name might actually be. Um, but yeah, so. I'm, I'm going to write that one off as being a bit odd, that game. Um, outside of that, Toulouse have been great. Grenoble have been have been okay this season, but that's only at home. Their away form hasn't been fantastic. They've actually lost their last four away games, 1-0, 1-0, 3-0, and 2-1. Some of them stretch into, one of them stretches into their pre-season friendlies. I'm happy to take Toulouse to win this game, and you'll get them at the not very spicy odds of four to seven to do so. However, I'm very confident in them doing so. Um, they are the absolute anti Dijon. They are tomato sauce to your mustard. Um, <laughs> they, take it. they are. They they do the complete opposite. They're 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 confident in winning games <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to just falling apart when required. Um, so yeah, Toulouse at home to Grenoble. They are four to seven. I like it. I like it. Q stands for quartermaster. What does it? 
Yeah, and the character's name's Major Boothroyd. There you go. Yeah, that's fun. Fun, bit, fun extra fact. Bit of James Bond trivia for you there. So this is the content that we come for? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, I believe that means I'll be starting off the charity bit as my game is um, it's 7pm on Friday. Yeah, um, that'll do it. We're in the Eerste Divisie again. We are going both teams to score again. And for 8-15, we're going to Almere City versus Jong Ajax, uh, both teams to score. Now, if you remember a few weeks ago, uh, I was talking about this league and how every team scores in every game, like <laughs> throw a dart at a board and you're going to hit a both teams to score. Um, there's a little bit more thought put into this than just randomly like rolling dice or throwing darts. Um there was a strange kind of three-day run a while back where there was six games and only one of the six, both teams to score landed. But Ooh. since then, the week... top goals, Chris. That's this, what that this happens every season. There's always like a week near near the beginning and a week near the end. There's like two weeks where it's just, it doesn't play out. But since then, there's been 14 games, 11 of them were both teams to score. And then amongst it, you're having 7-1, Six three, quite a few free ones. You know, it's it's been decent for uh, for goals. The two teams here, uh, they've played six games this season each. Uh, five of the six have been both teams to score. Almir have kept the clean sheet in their game. Uh, they didn't both teams to score, and Ajax were the ones that failed to score. So the big question mark here is: Is Ajax going to score being the away team? Well, the game they've just come off of was that six three where they scored the six. So if they're going to be scoring, it'll be coming off the back of that game, definitely. Um, you're starting to see a difference between the teams that are already in the double digits for goals uh, for and conceded. Ajax are 12-4, 14 conceded. Almir are 11-4 and 9 conceded. So they're in the higher like, yeah. bracket of the goals yeah. for and conceded table anyway. Um, so yeah, Nothing much more else to say. I think there'll be a lot of goals this weekend, uh, Friday night, and I think this will be one of them. Fantastic. And that wraps up our charity trebles to £10 of our own money on those three selections as a threefold uh, an accumulator treble. Uh, and all proceeds will go to a charity of our choosing. That's the picks from this week. A uh, lot to take in, obviously. 12 picks and an extra bonus Marseille in there, Gordo. Cheers for <laughs> yeah. No, no, Chris has one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Chris has got Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, of course. And you, So, a lot to take in. Uh, We do produce a cheat sheet of all the picks written down. And to get access to that, you join the Trampled Bet Club on Patreon. So, download the Patreon app uh, on your phone from the App Store or from iTunes or whatever the Apple equivalent is. Uh, I've only ever owned Android phones. uh, (laughs) Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But, uh, search Patreon in your app store. It's a, it's a great app. Um, search for Trample Bet in that, and it's five pound fifty a month to be a member of the Trample Bet Club. So you get access to that cheat sheet, so all the picks written down in a handy JPEG format. Um, you get this podcast, this one right now, as a an unedited raw recording, <laughs> a video recording, so you can you can watch it back and hear what we say to each other during the break. Um, which is which is not very interesting stuff, but you know it is there. <laughs> and uh, you like the best thing about it, not? it does. The best thing about the video podcast is you get it straight away, so you'll get it on Wednesday evening as soon as we finish recording, as opposed to having to wait until Thursday night for the official release of the podcast on the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
you also get um, a whole host of extra content. Um, and we've not discussed it yet, Gordo, but I presume we'll be doing something for the Ryder Cup. Um, one of God's oh, premier Ryder Cup. Happening. I mean, the baseball's coming to the end just now. We can yeah. we can go back through and start to predict the the most interesting matchups that that may be provided. I see the as as we speak, the Marlins have just beat the Phillies eight six. So Did they win? only thirteen and a half games back, baby. Wow. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Rogers didn't get win points, did he? Was he? No, he did not. He only picked four innings, right? Yeah. Okay. My fantasy lineups. Yeah. Uh, yes. So you get a whole host of extra content, and you can access Patreon, as I say, on the app, or just go to patreon.com on your browser and search for Trampled Bet. We really do appreciate it. It really helps us out. Um, that five pound fifty a month with all our with all our running costs. Um, we also have a Facebook group, uh, which is free to join. Um, all listeners are welcome in there. Just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Uh, come and join the community. Share your tips, share your picks, uh, get involved in some conversations with uh, what is a great community now that knows loads about sports. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly the sports I know nothing of. I've certainly picked up a good few winners in there. Just what's what's this about rugby league and who's this guy? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first, first try scorer. Oh, he's coming. Hooray. <laughs> so there's plenty of that that goes on. Um, anything else for the weekend, lads? No, no, nothing for me. No, let's no. hope that this week is as good as last week. Um, take it easy, everyone. Happy hunting. Cheers. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnon, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.